welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And today, I am thrilled to tell you who my guest is. My guest is iconic icon, empire creator, and mogul Michael Chow, aka M, aka Mr. Chow. Yes, that Mr. Chow. He's the Mr. Chow behind. All the Mr. Chow restaurants. Ever heard of it? I think you have. I told you he's an iconic icon, icon, icon. Anyway, uh, he doesn't like to be called Mr. Chow. So if you're listening, Michael M., I apologize. I'm just, uh, you know, framing the episode. And uh, forgive me. Uh, There you go. Anyway, I hope you can accept my apology. But uh, sometimes you just have to be referred to as Mr. Chow sometimes. When, uh, when I'm announcing you on my podcast. Anyway, what else does he do? Yeah, he does more. He's an abstract expressionist painter, an avid art collector. He's an actor, writer, director, and just, just the coolest of the cool, really, when you get down to it, when you get down to the nitty gritty. Side note, Michael and I both have a single dimple, which is a rarity. He noticed immediately. I was completely flattered. I was like, oh my goodness, you noticed my simple, my... My, my single dimple? He was like, yes. And then he pointed at his single dimple. That's something hard to say. Single dimple. Single dimple. Anyway, uh, I'm thrilled that he agreed to sit down with me. Thank you to his wife, Vanessa Chow, for making it happen. I think maybe, I don't know if you confused him. I don't know if you like tricked him, but whatever, it doesn't matter. I got the interview and that's all I care about. And, uh, you know, and all of you listening are lucky because you're about to have an experience that you could call, uh, you, you might as well refer to as hanging with Michael Chow. Cause it's just gonna, it's gonna be like you're a fly on the wall of this uh, hang session I get to have. Anyway, stick through it all the way. It's about an hour and a half. It's lovely. Uh, what do we talk about? We, of course, go on a tangential journey. Uh, you know, we talk about love, marriage, Molly's game, herpes, Andy Warhol, Grace Coddington, art, movies, just so much. And then the guy breaks down and solves my problematic relationship with my father. So that's cool. Uh And at the end of the episode, at the very end of the episode, I'm going to play a song from Wyclef featuring Julian Sands. And let me tell you about this song. This song was created from a poem that M wrote about meeting and falling in love with his wife, Vanessa Chow. Uh, I I went to their wedding. I am lucky enough to say I went to their wedding. Wyclef performed this song. Uh, And I was also at Vanessa's birthday party when I heard Michael read this poem aloud for everyone. And now it's in the form of a song that Wyclef made. It's incredible. And so playing the song at the end of this Love Alexi podcast episode is a Love Alexi exclusive. This is a big deal. You can't find the song on iTunes. You can't get the backstory on their love, uh, you know, via Wyclef, just anywhere. This is the only place you can find it. So, you know, you're welcome. Anyway, that aside, before I throw us over to the episode, I have to say uh, today's episode is brought to you by Natalie McMillan Jewelry. This is a perfect sponsor for today's episode. You know why? Not only because I, I really like Natalie, I love what she does. I don't advertise anything on this podcast that I don't believe, support, back, or would wear or ingest myself. Uh, I don't have it in me to eat her jewelry, but I'm just saying, I don't talk about shit I'm not into on this podcast. 
Anyway, moving right along, let me tell you about Natalie McMillan Jewelry. It's fine, handmade, effortlessly chic, simple, highbrow jewelry that you can wear for any and all occasions. Listen, it's nice to, if you're going to wear a tight, high-waisted pair of jeans, maybe a pair of Keds or Vans, which is, you know, what I am known to wear on a daily basis, it's always nice to have a lovely, simple, feminine, chic piece of jewelry on. It just makes you feel like you got your life in order. That's how I feel about gel manicure pedicures. And that's how I feel about wearing my Natalie McMillan uh, bracelet. It's a bangle actually. How dare you? My bangle and my necklace. And uh, listen, I don't know what you're into. I don't know if you prefer silver, gold, rose gold, but go to nataliemcmillanjewelry.com. Use the code LOVEALEXI in all caps for 15% off the entire order. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at nataliemcmillanjewelry and uh, just have fun on the website. Check it all out and you'll find something lovely for you because that's the greatest thing. I like simple jewelry, simple, delicate jewelry, effortlessly chic. You don't care, but you do care, you know? So anyway, um, that's how I'm living my life. You know, sometimes I'll even just wear my necklace and I'll just, I won't even have it out in the world for people to see. I'll just have it tucked inside my, my crew neck t-shirt or my, you know, my crop top, my cashmere sweater. And just, I just like knowing that I have it on because it makes me feel, I kid you not, it makes me feel like I have my life in order, like uh, I'm a billionaire like Michael Chow, I think we feel just fancy, just fancy. It's just like a little present to myself. And then if somebody sees it and they enjoy it, that's fine. But really it's for me. And like, I've got my whole life wrapped up in a bow, you know? Anyway, uh, all that aside, I do want to give a podcast shout out. I've discovered a new podcast. It's called Family Ghosts. Family Ghosts is a storytelling podcast where people investigate the truth behind mysterious figures from their family's past. So check that out if that sounds interesting to you. If you like podcasts and you want to try a new thing, don't mind if you do. Uh, I also want to say, I have been reading this book. I can't, I'm so thankful I discovered this book. It's called How to Save Your Own Life by Erica Jong. It's from the 70s. It was written in the 70s. Uh, 70s or 80s? I think it's the 70s. I don't know, but uh, it holds up. It's 2019 and it sure as hell holds up. I I love every book Carrie Fisher has ever written and uh, reading Erica Jong now, it, it holds up to my favorite novels by Carrie Fisher. And so that that's, that's huge to me. And uh, I'm nearly done with the book, and I'm so bummed because you, you know you, you know when you get into a book and you love it so much, like it makes you sad that it's going to end. I just don't want to be done with it, so I'm trying to slow down the the pace in which I'm reading it. But she has another book that she actually wrote before How to Save Your Own Life called Fear of Flying. Yeah, I'm reading them out of order, but I have Fear of Flying ready to go, so I'll read that next. Um, so I'm excited about that. So anyway. If you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, like the show, do all the stuff, tell everyone you know. Um, it really does help me grow the show. If you want to advertise on this podcast, DM me on Instagram at Alexi Wasser. We should definitely be friends on Instagram. That's for goddamn sure. Uh, 
I also offer a service called Big Sister Sessions via Skype, where I serve as the big sister you never knew you always needed and wanted. I had a big sister session last week that was so incredible. I just uh, I, I offer them to men and women wherever you are in the world. Just uh, you can click the link in my bio on my Instagram at Alexi Wasser for uh, information or to book a session. But uh, yeah, we talk about everything you're going through. I listen and then I give you wonderful advice. I promise you I do. And I leave you with action steps and tools to help you through whatever it is you're spiraling over, having having a problem with, experiencing turmoil with. So uh, yeah, if you want to book a session, click the link in my bio. But listen, all that being said, uh, I think it's time for me to shut the fuck up now so you can all sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with the iconic icon, 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 Michael Chow. You did? Yeah, this morning. You are, you are born for this shit. Are you serious? Who did I interview? Yeah. Who, wait, what did you Who hear? Oh, she's, she's never coming back. She's no, gone. She's gone? She's gone for good. Yeah. That was crap. V, who did I listen to oh, this morning? Oh, Lacey Phillips? What a funny one. The first one? Maybe. Oh, how funny. Well, I'm I love half and half or anything you have. Cream, milk. So oh, sugar, thank you. They, they can interrupt with noise and shit. It doesn't matter. That's right? totally fine, yeah. yeah. Atmosphere. I can't believe... I'm so happy. Oh, my happy. God, you're superior. You got, oh, you got an earphone. I have earphones only for me because it doesn't fit mm-hmm. on the thing. Hold on. All right. Yeah, this we, equipment is amazing. Hello? Yeah, keep it close to your mouth. Hello? I don't want to miss any gold. Uh, anything. You anything. don't want to miss anything. Everything okay. Everything you say is worth a million bucks. Oh, really? It is. Wow. <laughs> I know. You know how to deal with this. I do. I'm trying. All right. We haven't begun yet. We're still setting up. Oh my god! And how many? How many do you do a, 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 a week? Just one. Just one. Just one a week. Sometimes I'll do a bunch, but yeah, I get stressed out. Alrighty. Uh-huh. Oh. And what is Hello. the audience? What's the audience? Uh-huh. All cool. Huh? All cool people. All cool. More no, women. No, what? How many? Like I was in an episode. Okay. An episode, like you know. But uh, I've had like millions of listens, and this will probably be my most popular we podcast. We're on. We're recording. We're on. Fantastic. Don't okay. say anything fucked up. Well, 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 basically, to start with, I'm a visual person, so I have to put my. You got to put your. Uh, thank God it's morning. I have to put on my uh, cinema school voice on. You know? I don't think I got it. But anyway, never mind. Let me try. Very sexy. Anyway, I, just, I, I said, what is the audience of your. Downloads. It sound uh, make you nervous, but. Oh my God. Last time. Okay. The. China, I think, uh, CCCTV yes. interviewed me, and they were saying something like uh, half a billion people. Well, that's rude. Way to make me feel like a piece of crap yeah. immediately. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to express the power of the Chinese, right? Oh! 1.4 billion. When I was young, they had 500 million. Now they got 1.4, right? Well, hopefully, so. you being on my podcast will up my yeah. game. Yeah. I, oh, my goodness. Uh, listeners, you can't see what's happening right now. We are being served. Can I talk about this? Yes, yeah, of course. We are being served by this glamorous, wonderful woman with fantastic nails, yep. coffee, my v. coffee and water, uh-huh. and I've never felt so fancy in my coffee goddamn water, life. Okay. I can't believe it. Did you want a coffee, too, in your no, own house? You. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, the other water is for me, but... Did I bring... The Chinese never drink uh, uh, cold water. I like room temp. Ice water. Really? Yeah, it's bad for you. I uh, I only you like. Should be room temperature. I always like so room temp. It's more microbiotic, right? Oh yeah, it's better for you. The, the shock to the system. Uh, do you want me to bring your water over here? 
So it's close to you? I just want you to be comfortable and happy. I'm, uh, I'm panicked. My wifey will serve me. Oh, my God. I love it. Is that the dynamic? She already had two years training. Oh, my goodness. Is this how, Okay, so V, Michael's wife, is right here. And already, off the top, I'm not, we're not going to talk about the restaurants. All right? People have already done that. We're, I'm not going to call you Mr. What Chow. What restaurants? Yeah, I'm not going to call you Mr. Chow. But I do want to ask you, why do you... Why does that bother you? Is it be- Which would bother me? What? Why does it bother you if people... Well, recently, Asia Society honored me, and I made a speech. Okay. Uh, I pity you didn't see it, but anyway. Oh. So I started with a speech. With, I said, my name is M, a.k.a. Mr. Chow, a.k.a. Michael Chow, a.k.a. Zhou Yinghua. And tonight, I'm very honored, even for a brief, few brief moments, I stood here before you as Zhou Yinghua. So basically, to me, it's... Uh, I lost my name, you know. You lost your name to your business. It's a big deal, all right. My name is Zhou Yinghua, and my name, not even Chow, you know. Chow is a kind of a colonial name, so it's got a problem with that. And, but anyway, cut the long story short, and also in China, the tradition as being an artist, you can choose a new name. You can be newborn again. So I choose M. M is kind of a neutral name, has no uh, kind of, kind of, you know, I know that a lot. Madonna is M, James Bond is M, Die M for Murder, done another Hitchcock, mm-hmm. and then uh, M the, uh, 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 the with Peter Rory, the fantastic earlier movie in the team, whatever. So, anyway, M is good. M is good. So it's kind of a neutral territory. When did you become M? Well, I became M about uh, two years ago, um, a year and a half ago. Oh. Since I met V, which is two years, I fell in love and all that stuff. So since then, uh, my life changed, right? So it's kind of a... But people think I'm very good at reinvent, right? And also um, because I traveled throughout the globe, right? I mean, by by that I mean I I was born in Shanghai when I was very young and then devastated at 13 years alone in, in London and suffered a great deal, right? Because I lost everything, you know, lost lost parents, lost everything. I never saw my father again. Blah blah blah. So, so I started from there, and uh, sort of a phoenix rising from the ashes, so to speak. This is getting too serious. No, I you love it. Step in. No, I'm going to step in. It's going to be yeah. a hard left turn. Huh? I'm going to make a hard left hard turn. Hard left turn. That's extreme. Yes, um, good. Were you born? Did you come from the womb? This cool? Were you an icon? Were you an iconic icon? Yeah. Out of the womb, when your when your mother gave birth to you. Well, how did you become this? Like, uh, you have an entire empire. You're an artist. I see. There's paint on your sock. Is this for real? Did you buy yeah. this with paint on it, or did you get paint on it? No, no, no. This is my. It's a, well, the thing is, look at I, oh, I, he's. I, I get ooh. <laughs> you see, you know, I. You don't. Okay, my brother once said that. Uh, the most um, most fussiest people is in China. Oh, not fussy, most sophisticated in a way, kind of. And then the most uh, out of China is Shanghai, and out of Shanghai is my family. So these socks are from, men should wear long socks, should not wear short socks. Yeah. I get into all these details about everything, all right? Yeah. So... Oh, the dog's coming in trying to be part of the podcast. Out! So I sort of, <laughs> sort of first one started the whole whole thing about, you know, what is cool. Even when I was very young, 
very, very young. Um, Zippo was a cooler thing. Uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses, uh, Levi's, you know, whatever. All that stuff, long, long ago, right? So socks, one should mention wears high socks. Anyway, anyway, that's my socks. But then you got the paint well, stain. Paint, because I paint with it. I paint, my painting is very... Um, I'm an expert expressionist painter, and I use a lot of paint. I have paint on my hands, and so paint become part of it. So this is this is a real, like a splotch huh? of paint from really painting. It's not just yeah, a fashion. The same as here. So it's, it's, there's been a paint on me always. Always. You didn't buy them like this. No, I didn't buy them. Okay, like good, good, good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm pretentious, but not that pretentious. Not that pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And then V is back, and that's how I met you. Yeah. I met you through your now wife V. Yeah. I got to go to the wedding. <laughs> now wife V. That's another. That's a, another book. Another book. Yeah. But uh, how did you two meet? Oh. Uh, play the song. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I didn't write a poem about it. I feel like I yeah, heard a poem. Wrote, well, I never, I never read a poem in my life. Okay. Yeah. Zero. Because basically, I had a very broken education or misguided education. My bro- my education was broken because when I was born, I had asthma, so I never went to school. So when I was thirteen, I went to London and I couldn't play catch up or whatever it's called. And so I never had a proper education. So. And that's a blessing in disguise because I'm self-taught everything. So I only read three books, you know, in my life. Which ones? Oh, Magnificent Obsession, uh, Gone with the Wind, and Catch on the Rhine. Oh, really? Yeah, only three books. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, so I'm self-taught, even with language and everything. And I, I, I even went to architecture school. I talked my way into it. I didn't have any, I never passed any exams. So I'm kind of unusual in that sense. So, but I'm very visual. I know everything about movies, everything, everything visual I know. Right? What's your favorite movie? And that's all I know. Huh? What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh, there are multiples. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. A handful. Um, Leopard is one of them. Leopard? Luciano Visconti. Right? And Hepburn Lancaster. That's one of them. But many. So, so many. Yeah. Did I never play the movie game with you? No. You name me three movies, I tell you the first shot. Oh, my God. It's Clute. Clute. Huh? Clute with Jane Fonda. Clute with Jane Fonda. Okay, very good. Give me three in time okay. quickly. Uh, Godfather. Okay, that's two. Okay, no, two. Um, one more. Heat. Heat, yeah. Wow. You could just make something up. I don't even know the first shot of any of these movies. You could just say anything, and I believe you. I'm. <laughs> no, no, they would check it out. But uh, um, uh, Godfather is the close-up of the funeral parlor, right? The camera pants go to Marlon Brando. And the... Uh, um, what was the other one? First one. Heat and Clute. Clue, first one. First shot, I think it's recording. Recording Jane Fonda's. Uh, yeah, it's a recording. It's a camera pants. It's a, it's a flashback from the ending, I think. Clue. Anyway, so we're, we're, let's change subject. Let's change the subject. Yeah, and by the way, I've never seen Clute. Yeah. I've never seen Clute, but I couldn't think of any other movie titles. Many, and I was like, oh, fuck. Out of all your interview, how many percentage of men and women were the difference? Um, Roughly. I think it's so equal. So many women? I think it's equal. Equal. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So men very different, you know. I would listen to your conversation. And I say, whoa, this is very women. It's too much. It's great. No, no, not too much. It's just interesting. You know, I used to play poker. Very, very high stake poker for fifty for a long time, and uh, um, since I met V, I quit. And uh, so during the poker game, all the men talking, you know. Yeah. And men talk completely different. Tell me how they talk. 
Oh, they, they you give good love very advice. Crude. They're very crude. Yeah, what do they say? Like, get me like a, I want to be a fly on the wall of like men talk is. This is a lot of put down on women. You know, it's like a it's, it's classic. You know, it's, it's, M and very racist, very everything. What? Yeah, yeah man. What are they rough. saying? They, Actually, this could ruin your whole business and empire. What if you, you know, say one racist thing on my podcast, you're going down. Men in in the um, they talk about sports. They're very. Um, Boring. Very one notey. Yeah. yeah. Boring in one sense, yeah. And very, very crude, yeah. Fee, make sure he has his mic. So most, most of my, I'm surrounded by women, you know? Yeah. I'm surrounded by women, yeah. Great. Why do you prefer them? You give good love advice, too. Huh? But, well, they are more sensitive. Bring out the sensitive side of me. Is this true, V? Yeah. She's over here without a mic. Is he very sensitive? He's not, but I think he's well, all those who are not sensitive. When you, when you walk up to anyone, you say you have no sense of humor and you're not sensitive. Nobody accepts that. You, you know, most, everyone thinks they are sensitive and uh, yeah. uh, have great sense of humor, right? Tell me how you two met. You didn't tell me. Oh, how do we met? Well, I wrote a poem, and it's all in the poem. And, and uh, Wycliffe made a song. He did? Yeah. Are you joking? Yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. But tell me off the top of your head, though. Wasn't it in an elevator in Beverly Hills? Yeah, the whole poem, the whole song. It's fantastic. You should play it. I'm, I know, but for me, well, you don't have to tell but is it available on iTunes? Or is it a secret song? Well, the thing is, the thing is we put, I put into poem on Monvi's birthday last year, November 1st, and uh, I made it a bio poem. Right? Not very long. I mean, about three minutes or whatever. And uh, talk about us and how we met and the whole thing, right? Then Wycliffe made it into a song. So you asked me how we met. If I speak in words, it sounds very boring now. Nothing about you is boring. And, and when you listen to the song, it's, very, it's quite exciting. You know? All right. Well, we'll listen to the song later. Yeah. Maybe I'll play it at the end of this yeah. podcast. Maybe, but unless it's totally personal and I don't want... No, 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 you can, you can play it. I can song. play at the end of the podcast? Yeah, you can arrest it, but it's okay. Okay. Well, you know, it's no, worth no, it's it. Okay. But you can, yeah, please. Um... Why is it important? Because I, I imagine I'm projecting this on you. Oh. You have this glamorous life. You're so cool. Mm. You've got this incredible life that you live, mm. completely luxurious. You could be single for the rest of your life. Mm. Why is it important you to be married? Are you, are why you, important what? Why is it important to be married? Because oh. you could be a bachelor living yeah. your life like a rock star, because yeah. you are in a yeah. sense. But, yeah. And then... Are you a romantic? Like, well, why get married? You've, how many times have you been married? Well, thank God I went to the shrink recently quite a bit. But so I'm um, in the serious side of that, I think basically because of when I was 13 in London, you know, completely devastated. I lost everything in one split second, right? What happened? Well, I went from Shanghai, from Shanghai my home, which surrounded by everything. I mean, so my father's, you know, it's a, he, he is the icon. He's the legend. He is the most um, from the theatrical family, you know. So I had every. It's like a, almost like a, it's like a joke, you know. So I had everything, and then when I got there, one one moment I went, everything, every lights shut off. I lost everything. So from then on, I want to rebuild, right? So rebuild my home, which I lost, and very impressionable age. So I've been seeking my, um, so, I don't know, I just... just You've been seeking like another half to feel at yeah. home, like like romance and having a partner is important to you because yeah. you lost stuff at such a young age, yeah. it matters to you to feel like connected and secure somehow. Yeah, like, yeah. emotionally. Yeah. I understand that. What did the, 
Are you happy now, do you think? Huh? Are you a happy person? Are you happy now? I think I'm an extremely optimistic person. You are? Extremely optimistic and uh, uh, contradictory, right? Extremely optimistic and uh, uh, I'm a loner and uh, um, I suffer a great deal. But in the suffering, I, you know, as an artist, you have to suffer. You know, it's, it's a food for the soul. Of of creativity, you know. What do you suffer over internally? None of my business. Well, from, <laughs> from the day I was born, I was already suffering. Yeah, I was physically very ill, as it, as it has asthma and everything. Yeah. So, so you know, so it's it's all good. But now, like when you uh, contradict, like comedians, right? You know, they're outside, ha ha ha, inside miserable, you know, like yeah. clowns, right? Yeah. So that direction, you know. But do you feel like uh, I know it's not in my business? You can totally you can curse on my podcast. Everything's your business. Uh, okay, okay, good. Well, the, I I'm just trying to relate to you, but like, yeah, I'm constantly like, I don't know, uh, miserable when I shouldn't be. I have a nice life, blah blah blah. You yeah. have a wonderful life. Uh-huh. What do you suffer over internally? Do you worry about people? Well, people I don't suffer of, in terms. Of, well, the, first of all, you, you know, you talk about glamour. I don't know. Who I, cares? I deal in glamour. Okay, as I said, when I was very young, I started. Very young, already everything is the, you know, the, already into luxury. I saw all the Hollywood movies. So I mean, I'm dealing in luxury. That's why the my external world is also because of my suffering, I escaped, you see. I escaped into movies. So I have my own reality. Everyone has their own reality anyway, but mine is extreme and only deal with. Um, I make movie all day long. In fact, in fact, I make movies. Even if I, if I, even this podcast, I'm, I'm trying to make a movie. In terms of how, I said this one I didn't do very much because I was. You're fine. Only, only this morning V came to me. Sort of, I realized I'm going to do this thing. You know, so I'm not. I'm prepared. This is very unusual for me. Oh Usually my god! I, I don't go into uncharted territories. Oh, I know. I call you off guard, but you're beautiful. It's, my listeners are so lucky because they get to have the experience of just hanging out with you for an hour. Yeah. And just, it's very, it's like a personal, lovely thing. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about your art, right. suffering. And so that's why you kind of escaped into movies and you create, you create like a narrative and a movie in everything you do, whether it's your painting. Right. Well, the thing is, because I'm a control freak, of course, because of my insecurity, because I have to crawl out of a hellhole. When I was 13 years alone, don't forget it's alone, no language, no nothing. Okay? So the experience is very unusual for a human being. Most human beings have, their, have, have some sort of a support, meaning either they have smell, they have the cultural support, they have their own people support, even you become orphan. In my case, I went from Shanghai, you know, from Shanghai to London cut off and the, by the at that time the world is not communicating there's there's still still um, um, still very primitive so to speak they no nothing you know they're nothing I can't even make a phone call I never made a phone call to my father I never saw my father again I never wrote to him I never communicated with him even when he died many years later I didn't even know about it so they were complete shut off for me and you didn't speak English me not, me not speak English. No, me but, not speak English now. Okay, yeah, but when did but you didn't speak English? Yeah, I, didn't do, I, I can't do anything, but but I always being creative. You know, I want to do Beijing opera like my father. Then I, the only thing I good at was art, right? Yeah. 
When was the moment when everything changed in your life? Because, you know, you go through your life. That was a moment. In screenwriting terms, I also write screenplays and direct and all that shit. So in screenwriting terms, that's the inside incident, obviously. Yeah. For the... For your life story. If, 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 if I'm a protagonist in a movie, right? You are. Oh, thank you. Your own movie. For today, anyway. Yeah. For my 15 minutes, Andy Warhol. Mm-hmm. For, you know, I can get into a Robin uh, Williams thing, you know, that whatever. Soon, you know, you have the quality, by the way, I, our, our rapport. We can get into a crazy collage of improvisation. That's my favorite. I can, I can, yeah, I know. Yeah. I can tell from your. Yeah, that's your p- part of your great talent to, to you can. So we can get into the area, and I will be very fast. I'm excited, and I will be disconnected and connect at the same time. I love that's it. That's how my painting is. Yeah. In fact, I'm a, basically a collagist. Collagist is a movement which created during a. See, I'm speeding up now. I love it. So you want to go speed? Okay, let's go. Let's fucking do it. So collage is a movement which created in the turn of the century by Picasso and Bach, right? from cubism what happens is in the collage you have things that are supposed to mix together you can make it together that's what I do that's why my first restaurant Mr. Chow I had an Italian waiter and make sure the, the cuisine is cooked by uh, Chinese so a very authentic cuisine at the same time Italian waiter so I make things I can make things happy happen and happy and happy, and happy yeah. I'm ecstatic yeah that was the beginning. That was like the hook where the waiters were Italian, yeah, and then the food was Chinese. Yeah. Wait, when did it? When did the, like? Well, because the Chinese waiters are horrible. You know? Oh <laughs> they God! Connect everything, so still it is kind of. Oh God! But so and they, they also the, the whole history of China and to the, in the West and all that. So the, the, this miscommunication between the two culture, in fact, is still going on right now yeah. as we speak. This disconnect, this connect of people, this culture. This is very important that. Only time one can connect between human to human, so you speak, is references. And the only reference that's viable, in my opinion, and very powerful are arts. So if we have arts throughout the globe, so to speak, and people communicate through the memory of arts and communication with, through those references, then peace and love will come. But um, unfortunately, you know, I mean... Uh, Arts is most important to culture because the, this communication that basically culturally is not communicating. Do you follow me? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, I, for for instance, your podcast, if you translate it into Chinese, they don't know what you're talking about. Even you talk about Pisces, all these signs, they talk about not slightly different. Do you follow me? Yeah. So, if we can communicate through. Our cultural communications. Well, Hollywood movie definitely because the visual, right? Well, the Hollywood movie because it exported, and that's what culturally conquered the West. The West conquered the East. You see, so that's why that's why the culture is most important. Yeah, well, I like to think of my podcast as I think of it as the art of conversation because I think there's. I don't know. It makes people feel less alone. But definitely, that's why I love movies. That's why I love art. Because when I watch a movie, yeah, you can sit next to somebody that doesn't understand you. You don't understand one another. And you can point to the movie and go, see, that's what I'm experiencing. That's that's humanity. Or you can look at a painting and how it makes you feel, mm-hmm. even though it's subjective. Mm-hmm. And two people who are, are, are not like-minded can look mm-hmm. at it and then like share a moment of, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Well, the, the thing is, the thing is uh, comedy is... Uh, uh, comedy is um, uh, 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 
reference, and uh, tragedy is universal. Oh, what do you mean? Tragedy is universal, and therefore, if you make a movie about tragedy, what's drama, let's say, you can take it to China, take it to wherever you want, and they will all have the same experience because it's universal. Comedy is reference. That's why American comedy movie will not do well in China. In China, yeah, at all, because they don't have the reference. Yeah, because if it's joke, if I take it, tell you a joke right now. Um, and if you don't know the reference, you won't laugh. Oh, yeah, you're so right. But if I tell you a tragedy, my mother just died, right? I go, oh. You share it. Yeah. Anybody. You go anywhere in the globe. Yeah. Seven billion humans. You walk up and you say, my mother just died. They say, sorry. Yeah. You hear that, right? We hope they You don't do. even speak the language. You just met the guy. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I think we need to move over to dating advice for a quick yeah. moment. I need some dating advice from you because I remember when I first dating met you. Advice. Okay, well, ah, oh, I, to your forte. This okay, is my forte. Well, yeah. because how did you... What, do they really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so because you were giving me dating advice when I, was, I, I had first, well, first started dating. Well, I never knew what dating advice was for the longest time, you know. Although even when I... The, the people dating. I think wasn't dating. Okay, so now I got it. I know now. I know what dating is. Well, you dated V. Kinda, uh, you met her in an elevator in Beverly Hills yeah. or whatever the story is. We'll listen yeah. to the song later. Yeah. But how do you woo a woman? Because you were telling. Oh, we called. Don't ask me. I wouldn't know very much. Yes, about you that. do. I mean, yeah. and I actually kind of want to know. No disrespect yeah. to you, I but have to go back to my poker game and talk, po- to, talk to the. Oh, I wouldn't. They are the worst. Oh, oh my God. Who's in the poker game? None of my business. No, 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 no. Yeah. Are no, no, you no, no, no. joking? I, I didn't play Molly okay. Just a little bit, but not really. Is that allowed? Is that what we say? Oh my god, you did? Does that still exist? Molly's game? It got shut down. I'm sorry, V is trying to take over the podcast. She's she's emasculating him. She's just cut off his dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh god. No. What do the men say in the poker game about women? Horrible things? Well, men men is usually men is usually want to be as macho as humanly possible. Really? I want Especially all the secrets. In America. You better give me all the secrets. Well, it's like, uh, it's a weakness, you see. Yeah. It's a, it's a weakness. Because the, the, the really macho man has a lot of femininity in it. And if it, that is taken away, they become weak. Yeah. So most men are weak. That's what they talk about in, in this culture anyway. Yeah. They talk about how macho they are, right? If you are really strong, you don't you won't be talking that way, you know. Yeah, don't you feel like it's changing? And almost though? a cliche, you know. You have a son. How many sons do you have? How many friends? How many sons? Yeah, you uh, do. Well, you have one more than me. How many oh. sons do I have? I have one. One so far. So far, is he single? Uh, he's single. Yeah. None of my business. But we got a single, mm-hmm. a single guy out there, ladies and gentlemen, who needs mm-hmm. needs a woman. Don't you feel like? Don't you feel like things are changing now? Where everybody's like. Tapping like men are tapping into their feminine energy with everybody being like sexually fluid or bisexual and this and yeah, that. Yeah, I think I think it's getting better. You know, yeah. the, the, the whole thing. I mean, the, the, right now the, the Renaissance, especially about Me Too movement and all that. Yeah, it's all very healthy. You know, but that wasn't that happening in the seventies too. Huh? Like, stu- wasn't that happening in the seventies though? Because you, were, I mean, you hung out. Well, with my Annie. mother started a long time ago in the nineteen twenties. What do you mean? She she came from a very wealthy family. Yeah, and she met Stop my father. Bragging. Stop huh? bragging. Stop bragging. No, no. No, no, I'm just kidding. She <laughs> met my father, who's yeah. a, who's a messenger idol, okay? But those days, actors with you put, you know, you, you, it's well a little bit like that right now, but less uh, were very much put down, you know, just like turn, you know. So she eloped it with my father, and then even put an ad out 
went to the newspaper and put an ad out that her family discarded her, right? So she protested in the ad. So unheard of in China, especially very conservative. So she was the first very rebellious um, women's rights and all that. Yeah. Do you identify? So I grew up from that. Oh, yeah. And my father is always deal all her, his plays and everything deal with injustice. Yeah. Through through and he's an expressionist, which just means uh, you know, Van Gogh is an expressionist, I guess. Yeah. So, so between the two, we are very between my mother and father. I inherited the gene and the culture from them that I become very rebellious at the same time deal with injustice, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think... Oh, God, where am I even going with this? In that just of women, for instance. Yeah. You see? What's going on today, right? Well, Not what's going on today. It's been going on forever. Yeah. (laughs) But what is coming to the forefront, uh, we are dealing with it. Yeah. And then, so all that is good. Do you feel like... And all this... But what sexual... Oh, God. Fluidity and all these things... But wasn't that all going on in the seventies? Also, like, did you hang out at Studio Fifty Four? weren't you at Studio Fifty Four and everything was wild tail and end. Uh-huh. tail end? Mm-hmm. Did you ever do drugs? Well, St- Studio Fifty Four when they were clothing, and and um, and uh, uh, they lost their license and everything, and I, they gave me a party for one thousand people. For what? One thousand people. Oh, my birthday party. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole. Uh, there was somewhere I don't know. The, the 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 last party that they were the la- that last party was for your birthday yeah for my birthday oh yeah. my goodness what did you do was it crazy and they was had there... different uh, incredible party yeah was it tons of, was it like tons of cocaine what was happening back no, then no 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 that was already done they hit them so they even lost their license but because uh, you know that's why they were shutting down right yeah but the last fling so to speak oh my goodness well we'll get back to dating advice and poker games and all that stuff in a second but did you ever get into none of my business but did you ever get into drugs i love the way you always put the none of it i just have i just have a disclaimer in the small line the little disclaimer the little disclaimer that's what yeah but uh just because i know because you can tell me to fuck off and leave you alone at any moment because it is none of my business but uh but was there a time in your life? Did you ever experience uh, an experiment with like psychedelics or cocaine or this and that? Oh, or I was acid? in London. Um, I was the so-called the first one. I bit a lot of first one. Um, I was surrounded by druggies, surrounded by the hardest drug. Nothing touches me. I don't drink and I don't take any drugs. You do, is that part of being a control freak? No. The part of partly to do is physical because I have asthma, right? And asthma, like true love, unlike true love, is forever, right? Mm. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> true love so, isn't forever? Yeah, isn't forever. God no. damn it. True love is about three years. What? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm devastated. Okay, yeah, keep going. Yeah, true love. But, uh, but uh, asthma is forever. Yeah. And same with herpes, by the way. Jesus Christ. That was the... <laughs> That was the best moment of the whole podcast. Oh, you touch Herpes. it. You touch it up by your foot, which is very nice. You can do that again. Oh God, I've touched his foot twice now because yeah, I was a, yeah Herpes is yeah. forever. Yeah. I have yet to get it, and I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm, it's a miracle. Yeah, yeah, I can't right. believe it. Anyway, where would we go after Herpes? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Back okay. to true love. Back to true love. So wait a minute. 
But you gave my boyfriend some advice. I remember I called him up. I did. And you were like, Oh, really? You were like, You what should did be, I do? you were like, You should be paying for her rent or something. You were like, You're like, You should help her out financially or something. I don't know what you said, oh, but I did. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, you said that to me. And then we called him up on the phone. And then yeah. you were like, I never yeah, said there that. There's a lot of injustice there, you see. A lot of injustice there. Yeah. yeah. The, the woman, you know, you know, the men behave badly and society allows it, you see. So there, I go wherever there's injustice, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's good. I mean, that's cool. But how should men woo a woman? Like, if, if, if your son comes up to you and he goes, Dad, yeah. I want this woman to fall in love with me. I really care about her. I'm, I'm hot for her. Mm-hmm. I want to win this woman. What do you tell Max? Uh, overwhelm her leapfrog, I guess. I don't know. What? <laughs> leapfrog and overwhelm. What does that mean? It means uh, and get this mic by your mouth. Want me to be spontaneous. These you're, words came to me. Uh, I'm channeling through something. You're channeling. I'm channeling. Make, yeah. Like I don't want to miss a beat. Yeah. But I mean, like, do you take it like first date for well, you I, two? I act spontaneously, so I don't know. I don't have a set. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. Hmm. Well, you've been married five huh? times. You've been married five times, right? No, I've been married four uh, times. This is my. Fourth marriage, yeah. Fourth marriage. Mm. What is something you learned from every single marriage that you feel has made you... Don't do it again. <laughs> no. Oh, God! Well, you fucked that well, one up. The thing is, I got married when I was young, you know, so... Who's your first so, wife? Well, I, I think, I don't know. Um, and you're um, in charge of making sure his mic is by his mouth. Yeah, Grace yeah. Coddington, yeah. Grace Coddington. Yeah, I've, you know who she is? I've heard Vaguely, of her. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of her. <laughs> That's a, what did you learn from that experience, and why did it end? None of my business. Tell me everything. Oh, tell you about Grace Cutting the why, marriage. Why did it? How did it begin, and why did it end, and what did oh, you learn? Oh, Grace. Uh, uh, well, we met and fall in love, and then we got married, and then uh, after two years, we broke up. That's it. What did you learn from it? What did I learn from it? Um, uh, I had a broken heart. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. That's what I learned. You had a broken heart. Yeah. You are sensitive. Yeah, very sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very sensitive about me. Good. See, at least I can admit it. Yeah, I'm. I'm sensitive about me. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else. Um. Oh, that's not true. But God. And then what are the other things? Like in this marriage, your fourth marriage. What do you know now? And I want to know about your entire life. What what you what you know now that you wish you knew then. Well, in this marriage, I've, I've been playing catch up a lot. You know, there are a lot of things that I've been, been, been in denial, suppressed, and all that. So recently, you know, I've been seeing a lot of shrinks and stuff like that, analyzing. And B also is, is a psychologist, right? Yeah. So, so, uh, so I'm dealing with that side all the time now. I didn't used to. I used to ignore it. You know. You used to ignore it. What did you learn about yourself? Huh? What did you learn about yourself? What do you mean? Oh, I well, learned about myself. Um, like suppression. What were you suppressing and what did well, you discover? Well, I learned loss and longing, you know. There were too much loss, you know. I lost my youth. I lost, 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 and lost. But anyway, I rebuilt pretty good. I rebuilt everything. Yeah. So I'm very busy, busy buddy, like a, like a bee, right, making honey. Yeah. Rebuild, rebuild, all the time, rebuild, rebuild, and uh, non- nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop rebuilding. And also, I, I um, armed with my father's and my fa- mother's spirit, and uh, so it gave me a great deal of strength and uh, relentlessly rebuilding. 
and relentlessly um, learning. I'm yeah. learning all the time. Yeah. You know? Because I like to teach, therefore I learn, you know. Yeah. In Chinese, learning means, education means learn and ask. Oh, that's so good. Literally means learn and ask. Right? Yeah. So you learn all the time. So I'm trying to learn here. Yeah. You're so, everything about you, you're so stylish. You're such a curious person. You're so artistic in every facet. You know, you're forever youthful, timeless. Do you think... You said you, you don't, I've never tried drugs. You don't do drugs. You don't drink. And it's like a kind of like... I don't even think in those terms whether I do drugs or drinks. I just, you don't even think about it. I just it. don't do it. No. You don't do it. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. But I was among the most worst ones, right? They were falling apart, yeah. dropping dead around me, so to speak. They were, literally. weren't they? Yeah. Well, from from London to, 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 to New York to L.A. And uh, um, so, but... But I went through their torment, their their pain, and all that. Yeah. Um, how did you meet Andy Warhol? Oh, Andy Warhol is unavoidable, right? My world is unavoidable. I somehow, maybe, maybe by fate, maybe by by my, I always in the right place, right place. You know, in London, I started the whole. I was among all the so-called swing London. I was the elite. You know, starting from yeah, all, all the people they're still my friends. They I mean, are, yeah, yeah. Well, not they're my, they were my friends, but they're still hanging around. You know, yeah. The, the, London was had fantastic in the in the in the in the sixties, early sixties, post war, of course, and uh, it's a great cultural revolution. Unlike the Chinese one, which is brutal, but this one is different, right? Yeah. So all the fashion, art, uh, everything from London. That's know? why I have and my haircut. Still, still, re- still resonate to now, like Fidel Sassoon, maybe or whatever. Yeah, all yeah. these people, all these, you know, these, you know, the birth of Mr. Chow and all that. So, so even David Hockney is still around, right? Hockney oh yeah. Is one of them, Michael Caine, another one. Were these all your friends? Yeah, yeah, kind of. No, I mean, I know them all. You yeah. Know? Jesus Christ. I know a lot of people, but I'm not. Yeah, I know a lot of people. In fact, I know a lot of people. You know everybody. Yeah, yeah. sort of everybody. Yeah. But who are your core friends? Like, as I know... I don't have core friends. You don't? No, no. core... Like, you know, who are your friends? I don't have core friends. Like, core he friends? He is my core friend. Oh, that's true. That's what I like, too. I like having my boyfriend. What is, what is the song? Love the one you're with, right? Love the one you're with. I like that, too. Is it Young? Who said it? Oh, who said who that? Oh, Carl Young? Uh, or, or Neil Young? Uh, Neil Young, yeah. Neil, I'm saying Carl Young. Love oh the my one God. you're with. Ay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I like to keep it small because it's mm. too many people. It's not real. I, I feel like mm. I'm like, I, I like being a loner. I'm like an introvert, extrovert. But, uh, well, then, so you. What advice did I give you? Oh, I don't. It, well, you gave me, you just told my, you're like, oh, your boyfriend should be, uh, he should be helping you out a bit. Yeah. He should be paying for your rent or something. And then when we called my boyfriend, you were like, I never said that. <laughs> you were like, uh, what do you mean? Oh, you, you confronted me with him? Yeah, I called him up and, and I was like, hey, this is M. Here's Michael. I was like, this, tell, I was like Michael, tell, tell James what you said. And you were like, what? I, don't, I didn't say anything. Because uh, I went against the men's coat. I know. Okay, so what <laughs> is the men, what's the men's coat in the, Molly, in the Molly's game yeah. uh, when all the guys are talking? What are they all saying? What does a man want? What's the uh, secret to love? <laughs> no, I think they 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 kind of um, 
the the whole battle right between men and women during the game to yeah. speak. I mean, women maybe do the same thing. I don't know. But well, I, I did go. I didn't play it with all the women poker game. Maybe I should play. Yeah. But the men, they all group together, sort of, kind of against women, kind of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. All defenses comes up, and they can do all th- they can do all things that totally wrong. <laughs> no problem, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the women are the enemy, kind of, basically. Yeah. You know, so it's like uh, <sighs> you know, and they show show off to each other, reassure each other how macho they are. Right? Yeah. I you get know, so terrified of all. You know, this. they will say like uh, they can play this game anytime they want. In reality, they go, "Oh, they're in trouble." Yeah, <laughs> you need the balance. Yeah. I think you need the balance. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do you identify more as uh, American, Chinese, or British? Uh, or, um, oh wow, uh, not very American. No. Either British. I'm sort of British and Chinese. British that's and mix, Chinese. That's my mix. Yeah. yeah. Is it okay if I refer to you as an iconic icon? Iconic icon. Well, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know whether I deserve the title or not. I think anyway, you do. It sounds good. I I'll just invented it. it. Yeah. I take it as long as it's free. Oh, my God. Are you spiritual? Huh? It's free. But are you spiritual? When I'm an artist, I have to be spiritual. No? You, do you believe in I God? I think today's world, um, artist is the most spiritual person. Yeah. Because you're in touch. You're transcend to a different different time, different yeah. level, right? Do you? Yeah. yeah. Do you talk to God or do you pray or do you... No, a- I don't do all those things. You know, but uh, one sensitivity. I mean, every time, if you deal with injustice, that's spiritual. spiritual you know. Every time you paint with pain and, and transcend, you're, you're spiritual. Do you feel like when you paint, it's... Huh? When, do you feel like when you paint, it's meditative? You lose uh, yourself? Well... In a nice way? It's... Uh, is you transcend even yeah you transcend you you go to a different place where um, when you paint um, you go through the you 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 get high obviously I mean the paint fumes no, no, it can be go two ways yeah the, the, the painting each painting has a life of its own okay it you don't know what's going to happen you have a you have a convention of technique and you know what you're going to do, you know, because that's what you do. You're a professional, right? Or the technique or the craftsmanship. So, but every time you go there, it's a challenge. And the painting will take you to places. You can't control the painting. The painting will take you to places. I love this. And sometimes get stuck. It's basically painting, my type of painting, is destruction and construction at the same time. So destroy, construct, and, and then suddenly it will it will reach a climax. And you go, whoa, that experience. And then sometimes it lasts, that, that experience lasts. A few days later, the painting looks okay. Even, you know, even sometimes one year later, the painting might not look okay. But, but if you get it right, um, then it's the most incredible experience, yeah. How often? I mean, even the restaurants... You know, I make it into a musical, you know. Most restaurants, they're trying to be like a bank. You know, I'm not a bank. The restaurant's a musical. So in the musical, every night you're looking for those moments, connection to the audience. And in, that gives you a chance to to transcend. Yeah. So you, so become a, a, make it happen, right? So in order to make that happen, you have to make every detail perfect, you know. Yeah. How often do you paint? Every day? Uh, do you paint every day? 
No, I don't. I used to pain every day since I met V. V is ruining his art career. Ruining my career. Oh my god. Oh my god. So now I'm paying maybe a couple of times a week. A couple of times and, a week. Uh, um, but I'm getting back to it. You know, I was away for a little bit, and then I came back. And uh, Where'd you go? Go to my studio. Oh, you paint at your studio. Yeah, you to my studio, right? Yeah, you yeah. did the best party. I actually, I threw up that night after your wedding. Oh, really? Because I drank so much. I've never, I can't handle alcohol. And then I was like, oh, what's this fun drink? And then it was the first time my boyfriend ever saw me vomit. It was disgusting. I'll tell you, we got... The, no, we, he have to see the vomit. In he, order to, it's a test of true love. He loves me because... Back to true love again. Back to true love again. It all comes back to true love. We get back to my house. I'm wearing a long black silk dress. He's wearing a suit. We open up the Uber door to get out, and I, and I vomited. I it was I've I'm I hadn't vomited in years. It was so humiliating. Just then, a man comes walking by with a dog, walking his dog. Not eating your vomit. No, I oh God, you took it to another level. No, but it was just like a, a fancy couple, just yeah. in you know, a girl just vomiting. Yeah, not not sexy. No. Not cool, yeah. but, uh, but anyway. Vom- vomit is part of life. I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I went to your studio. So he, he should love you even more. He loves me even more, but he was yeah. drunk. He fell asleep. <laughs> he, no, he, wanted to, he wanted to help me, but <coughs> I was too embarrassed. I went, get out of here. I'm going to take a bath. Leave me alone. <laughs> so he goes, okay. He fell asleep, and then I was in the bathtub. I fell asleep in the bathtub, <laughs> and then I woke up and I went, I can't believe you abandoned me. And he was like, you told me to. You didn't have a hangover? Ugh, I had the worst hangover from your wedding. It was uh-huh. the worst hangover I've ever had in my life, but it was worth it. And I actually went to the ceremony. I witnessed oh, your ceremony. Oh, you went cer- to the ceremony? I that was the, good. Yeah, because I could, of course I did, but it, it was such a small thing. It was, I couldn't believe I got to be, thank you for inviting me to the ceremony. It was so, like, such a special, tiny group of people. Everybody else just shows up for the yeah. after party. Yeah. Yeah. They say to me, are you ready to go? So I said, are you there? And they say, no. So we waited for you. No, just kidding. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. I was perfectly on time. What were you two doing? You guys were running late. Yeah. What was happening? Keep them waiting. Since. Keep them waiting. Yeah. Is that is that a tip? To, uh, is that like a cool tip? You keep people waiting? Well, and that's what... Uh, um, that's what performances do, right? Yeah, performances yeah. do. So you're just keeping us waiting in anticipation. Um, have you ever had horrible experiences with people taking advantage of you and you have to like watch out? Like, you know, I'm here in your house doing a podcast. Who am I? It's scary. If I were you, I'd be like terrified. Yeah. Every other day. Every other day? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I don't know about that. But, but basically, yes, I have to, uh, um, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, a term professional refugee when I was 13 years old, right? So to be a refugee, meaning you have to be uh, very, very protective, right? Because you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't give up. You have to be optimistic at the same time. So you're optimistic, but yeah. like, have you ever had any weird experiences with people being like, can I move into your pool house? Or like, or I don't know. Yeah. But what do you do? What well, happens? A lot of weird people, but at the same time, in general, people are quite cool, I guess. They are? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. V is looking at you like, she's like, no, they aren't. <laughs> no, they aren't. That person tried to rob us blind. Wait, what happened? Yeah. Anything? Oh, no, no, no. Just, you know, you have to be careful for sure. Are you protective of him? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm very protective of her, but she's protective of me too, yes. You are very protective? Yeah, like me. You sucked him into this yeah. podcast. Yeah, that one's no good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
God. Now yeah. what have you done? Oh, now what have you done? Oh so, my so, In short, yeah. Oh boy. Um, what inspires you when moving into like what inspired what what were your influences uh, back in the day and then what inspires you now? Oh my god, you're giving me coffee to wake up. No, same thing. I mean basically through uh, through artistic creativity, you know, inspires me. You know. Yeah, but nobody in particular, like, were you, you were, fr- not to go down memory road, it's yeah. memory lane, but uh, but were you were friends with Basquiat, and was that, was he a friend, and was that... Yeah, a, he was a friend. I'm, a, I'm kind of, old, you know, I'm like a father figure to him, right? So, um, yeah, we were close, and uh, um, we inspire each other, yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. And then Julian Schnabel? I think inspiring only, only, uh, only, only mutually inspiring each other. Inspiring is not one way, right? Yeah. Mm. Sometimes it's one way, but with Sometimes you, way, yeah. it's going to be mm. reciprocal. But, uh, and then... Reciprocal, what, that's the word. Reciprocal. <laughs> what is it, uh, what inspires you now? Sorry? What, who, who inspires you now or who are you, you, are you friends with Julian Schnabel? I feel like yeah. I'm just, yeah? Yeah, I just talked to me yesterday. But, yeah. Uh, um, I don't have too many friends, but yeah. a few very, cl- you know, but yeah, a few, few close ones, good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, then what's next? I don't know. No, you don't know? You're falling asleep. Oh, what you're getting, is next? Yeah. Oh. You're falling asleep on the couch. Uh, you're falling asleep. You're getting too uh, cozy on this cozy well, couch. Well, I continue to paint. Yeah. You know? And, uh, um, yeah, do whatever, you know, whatever, creative. Yeah. And we're very blessed to to have this, bought this house, which is incredible. This is a beautiful house. Yeah, very, very incredible. Wait, so where did I go? Where did I meet you? Huh? What was the house I met you at? That was just, that was the did previous house. Here? No, I met you at the other house in like uh, the oh, one right when before. When was it? When was it? It was like October. October. Oh, yeah, that's a house I spent seven years designing and uh, uh, um, seven year designing and uh, constructing. Yeah. And then uh, You're that was, the yeah, that was a, that was a passion of love and yeah. So anyway, it's, it's just a, it's a great house. But you like this house better. Huh? You like this house. Yeah. I think I like this house better. Well, They're all beautiful, but this yeah, is like... Yeah, incredible. This house, the best part is oven made, you know, made for us, for V and I, especially, especially. But it's been around for 60 years, I think even more. I think 70 years built. It's so it's, it's very solid. Can I say that Katy Perry used to live here? Or should I bleep that? Because we don't want anybody to find you. Oh, that doesn't matter. All right, all right. So V before was talking about how you two are, you know, you're, you're very in love, but you're very different people, mm. right? Mm. How are you two different? And how do you make it work? Oh. Well, the opposite attracts, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm a nutcase. So my boyfriend, I'm like screaming. I'm, everything upsets me. I'm dramatic, yeah. but then I love him so much. But well, he's we're different calm. in references. Okay. Okay. So, but V is playing catch up and I'm playing catch up. So we both are patching, catching each other's references. Yeah. Back You're again, I was saying that about how communication and closeness and bonding is t- through references, right? And usually cu- cultural references. Yeah. And uh, that's what we are doing, you know? Yeah. And also, we are best friends. You we are? are? Yeah, we are best friends. That's how it should well, be. I think I've been, I mean, I was said, no, we're not. Are you best friends, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, I think yeah. that's how it should be. We are best friends, and we when. We are, uh, we always laughing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the good side. Yeah. Right? 
That's the other side. What's the other side? <laughs> well, the other side only happened once a year, so it's okay. Oh, God. I wish I only had my other side happening once a year because my <laughs> other side is like once every week. Once every week. If you're lucky. What are you trying to diminish? Me? It, no. no. Oh. In one, one should try to diminish, right? Um, try not to let the negative side increase. Yeah. And trying to build... Trying to build the friendship is important, I think. Yeah, I think I'm I'm an only child, and I'm always testing if somebody will stay. So I push them away. I push them away. Yeah. Or where I'm vigilant. You? Where are you? Where am I? No, where are you with your relationship? Oh, now we're good. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm on Zoloft. I'm, I'm taking Zoloft. Uh-huh. This a very low dose of an antidepressant, and uh-huh. it makes me feel less like yeah. crazy. I'm, I yeah. trust him for the first time. And what's I, his problem? Huh? What's his problem? Yeah. Did he take anything? No, he's yeah. taking my bullshit. He's taken all. Yeah. The, I don't know what's his problem. We're just different. He's calm. He's quiet. Well, that's good. He's like consistent, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Ah, like, yeah. and now I'm like, oh. Yeah, but if he if he start telling you he loves you all the time, you would say fuck off. I go fuck off, nerd, yeah. loser. Yeah. yeah. So good. So it's good. So it's good. Whatever. You know. Yeah. He's handsome. He's kind to me. He's a yeah, good but, guy. Oh, you, you two, you two, um, uh, less and less uh, fighting. Less than the fighting. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's am- amazing. And, and it's, it's good to have fighting. Yeah. Yeah, but my fighting. I mean, in is, the beginning, especially, I think it's good to it's, get it out of the way instead of instead of later. <laughs> yeah. No, right? but my my fighting is like uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Nothing physical. You're very physical. You throw things? Oh. I may have thrown a thing. Yeah. But if you get, just become a habit, you see, it's not good. It's not good. And it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you got to do something. You got to do something about that. Well, I'm, so I'm in therapy too. And so yeah. what, what I'm learning is I make everything about me. It's about me. He's got to love me. I'm the victim. If my feelings are hurt, he hurt my feelings. And I have to uh, learn. I'm yeah. learning how to love him back, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. And he's a person, a man. I usually think men have no feelings, yeah. but men have feelings, Some right? Some of them, yeah. Some of them. You do. <laughs> Mine does. No, I, just, I didn't hear you. Have, well, I have more feeling now. It's, it's awakening. That's the word. You're having an awakening? Awakening of feelings. Yeah. Just yeah. recently? Because of V? Yeah, no, yeah, certainly a lot recently, yeah. But yeah. before that, also beginning to. So it sometimes takes time, you know. Do you think you have to be... It's about love and success and whatever. Don't you think you have to be fucked up, vigilant, have a lot to prove in order to reach the level of success that you have reached? Well, all this is, is material stuff, right? In the kingdom of God. Yeah. All the material stuff is meaningless. You know? All right. Don't bring God into this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right. But I'm just so mean that's like, extreme. Yeah. So, so all this material stuff, I don't know. You know, you, you have to put it into perspective and uh, make sure... That what is important, what is not. But you, but you work in your life is you work in luxury. You love visual stuff. You want your life to be beautiful, and you manifest it for lack of a better word. This beautiful life, whether it's like a beautiful woman in your life, beautiful couch, restaurants, this and that. Like (laughs) I like the way you put beautiful woman you love and beautiful couch. Oh God, yeah, the couch is a little more important than the woman. (laughs) Apart from that, I agree with you. Oh my God. 
whoopsies. But uh, but well, but you did all that's the couch I must have. Oh God! Oh my God! He's a comedian over here. I love it. But uh, but yeah, but you but you know, like you say, yeah. you, you're a refugee. You had, you know you you have a bit of a controlling thing. You want yeah. things to be perfect. Yeah. It, you know, right down to you don't. You don't drink, you don't do drugs, It's which is an easy thing, but it's like a control, like, but you suffered, but you're the suffering. It's like a balance. You needed that to happen because it made you how you are. Well, right? I used to get play cards, right? Yeah. So, but I quit that, which is fantastic. Molly's Game? No, no Molly's Game. Okay, sorry. sort of, uh, um, yeah, I'm trying to. I think I'm getting better as a human being. And, you are, and all through, all at the end, it's all said and done. At the end, is love, right? Yeah. Nothing can. Uh, it's a simple word, and uh, have many interpretations, and uh, so we have to we have to work on that, right? If you were talking to the little boy version of you, mm-hmm. and and you know, what what advice would you give him? What would you say to him? Knowing everything that you know now, the awakening you've had, lessons you've learned, what would you say to the little boy version of you that you wish you don't knew? Don't trust anybody and do unto them before they do to you. And don't, Just and don't, go, <laughs> and don't go on Alexi's podcast. Yeah. Okay. No, but for real. That's, also, that's from the mafia line, right? Yeah. Um, well, at the end, you know, Seek, seek for the truth, you know. Seek for the loving and love. At the end, it's all love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Should I get married and have kids? Uh, is it is it important? Is it worth it? Uh, I mean, you can't really say anything, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting you up to fail, but we all. Are, are you getting there towards that? I think so. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but what should I should I know anything? Give me advice for how to treat my boyfriend or my life or romance or anything. What a, some secret about men? Mm, no, not men. You only got one man, right? I know he's his own man. Yeah. yeah. So you two living together now? Not yet, and I kind of like not living together. I want to live with him. We will live together. Well, you should I, test a little bit of that. Well, we spend because you might not like like him the way he brushes teeth or something. I love how he brushes his teeth. Huh? I love how he brushes his teeth. Oh, I see. So you're not living together, but you already had sex, I guess. We've had sex. We've been dating for a year and a half. We finally did it. We took the plunge. Uh-huh. He's pretty good at it. But uh-huh. anyway. Oh, by the way, women always know more about sex than men. They do? Yeah. Why? I don't know why. Women are more sensitive. All right. I heard that Gwyneth Paltrow and her new husband live together only four days a week. They yeah. live separately. Yeah. It's their way of doing marriage. They just got married. They live separately. Oh, really? What do you think of that? I think it sounds kind of cool. It sounds like, sounds like they're going to last a long time. Don't you think? Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I think we did it. I don't even know what else there is to say about this. Like we got to land this plane. All right. Did I suck you dry? Is this your first, is this your first podcast? First podcast. Your, first, your last podcast. Yeah, when did first podcast start? It used to be called radio, right? It used to be called radio. Yeah. Now it's just a podcast. I think, I don't know when it started. 10 years ago? And how do people, do they get it on the phone? They get it on their phone. They oh. get it on the podcast app on your iPhone. You're on Instagram, right? Yeah. Are you obsessed with your phone like she is? She's been on her phone. Uh, You've uh, been on your phone, V, the whole time. Are you? I'm obsessed with my phone, but I try not to be. I sleep yeah, with it. In, I'm in, computer illiterate. You are? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't do email. You can't do email? Cannot. 
Is this true? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Which is a blessing. It is a blessing. You close one door and you open many others. This is so great. I'm waiting for the next level email. The you know, I will, I will be, you know what I mean? A microchip in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I use, I use Instagram and uh, I do texts, right? Yeah. Mm. All right. Oh my God, but you're not obsessed. You're not losing yourself to all of it. And I don't read. You don't read? I read paper. I don't read books. But do you listen to your books on your phone? No. All right. God. Oh, wait. But I saw a lot of movies, right? Yeah. What's the last movie you guys saw? What? What's the last movie you guys saw? What's the last movie? M is over this podcast, but we were going to land this plane shortly. What's the last movie? Was it Rocket Man? Rocket Man. Man, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, great. Really? Yeah. I have no desire to see this movie. Oh. I got to see it? Yeah, very good. Okay. All right. I'll go see yeah, it. He was great in it. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. He's, he sings his, all the songs of Elton. Uh, he does? Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Okay. In business, what's a good business? Not love, but business. What's a good bit of business advice to be in charge to get to how do you gain people's respect and make them fear you and make and like make them do what you business, want them to do con- continue a business or making a new business or which either way in business if you want to command respect uh, well what advice usually you in all in lawsuits in business and everything you he who knows most wins he who knows most wins uh-huh. all right so you want to know everything about who you're doing business with. So you have to know everything about him. Okay. And when you have that knowledge, you can make a proper adjustment, you know. And should, I, should you be mean? And, you know. Should no, I you, be? First of all, you should know how much money they make a year. Really? In business? In, the in other bulk. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Look, if, you, if the guy makes 100K a, a year and the guy makes 5 million a year, you've got to talk to him differently. You can't talk to him the same. Oh, really? Because you won't have the same references. Do you understand? Yeah. You would do something silly. You know, if the, the guy only makes 100K a year, you say, um, you say, um, oh, I'm just bought my Ferrari. And he don't, want, he don't like you anymore because he said, well, you know. Because he, he can't afford it. <laughs> he can't yeah. afford it. So he said, you're a snobbish, nasty woman or whatever. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, my goodness. So on the other hand, <laughs> if you... If you if he makes five million dollars a year, then yeah. you say, "Oh, uh, I want to go to this restaurant, but I don't. I think it's a little bit expensive." And he's going, "What the fuck? Why well, want to do business with this woman?" Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's not part of the tribe, right? Oh. Not, so, so if you know, so it's one 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 instrument that uh, you can make. You know. Yeah. Same with so every time even. Yeah, even employees or whatever, you should know, always know. Yeah, you should. Whoever you talk to, the one one point, you know, one advice is to to know what you know. So, like I'm talking to you right now, yeah. I roughly know what. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm a thousandaire. I, I, I'm I, proud of it. I'm a thousandaire. Sometimes a hundredaire, a thousandaire. Yeah. Oh God! Oh God! M-, M is feeling so sorry for me. I think he just looked up to God to be like, bless her. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, did you say you roughly know what you're dealing with? Sorry? I just, these are new jeans. I wore my brand new jeans for you. You wore new jeans? Yeah. When did you buy it? Uh, last week. But wait, you just, you just said you roughly know what you're dealing with with me. I don't even want to no, know. No, no. I okay. roughly know what your, 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 your income or, you know what I mean? Because. Oh my God, what is my income? 
Tell me. I don't know. No, I do know. Do I'm very it. good at this. Sort of tell thing. me. I'm terrified. Oh my god. Tell me. Guess my income right now. You mean your own earning? But I sold you your, your one own. of my dad's photos because I was like, I'm broke. Yeah. Em. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I've already outwardly said like I'm broke. <laughs> so you're not. You're not. You're on your. 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 Yeah. You've been making. Oh I think. <laughs> tell me, I, I, tell I was, me. I don't want to say it. Just tell you're like two hundred dollars a month. Yeah. No, you have to finish this now. You can't just give up on me and turn inward. I think you make about a uh, hundred k gross a year. Hundred k gross a year. You were net around, uh, uh, let's say seventy, seventy, seventy. 60, Moving on. 70. Moving yeah, on. Am I correct. I'm, I'm way out. I don't even want to talk little, about it. Too little. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even. I don't want to talk about it because I. I want it to be too little, but I'm also. I hate that you might be right. Oh, you don't. You haven't thought about it. I've thought about it. No. I just don't want to admit to it because it's too sad. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Final thoughts. Anything with V? Do we? Do we leave any stone unturned? Put V on the mic really quick. Do you make money on this thing? I do sometimes. I could. I wish I made more. Yeah. Sometimes. Is it I only do. form of income? No. What else do you do? Acting, writing, and uh, yeah. What kind of acting? Like movies and TV. Like movies and TV. Yeah. So it's always how different. Many, how many how many movies you made? I've been in some movies that Holly Weirsma put oh. me in. Oh. Holly. Oh, okay. It's always different. But you know, the, I do movies, right? You do. Well, I'll be in all of them. Okay, relax. No, no, no. <laughs> I was an actor as movie. Oh, really? I oh, done, yeah. I done seventy movies. Oh my, my god! My first movie was way back. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, now, wait, would you still act now? Yeah, I, I did one recently with Gus Van Sant. You did? Which movie? It's called, uh, didn't do very well, but. Uh, Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Don't. We're Rocky and Phoenix, yeah. What? Don't worry, he won't get far on foot? It was Rocky and Phoenix, huh? Uh, who did you play? I played Professor. Oh my I have one scene, you know, that's it. But Where can I see this movie immediately? iTunes? You could go, it's got, yeah. I will completely watch this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's very good. It's about AA and all that. It's about AA? Oh my God. Well, so right now, my thing that I really want to do, yeah. that I, all my money goes towards, oh my God, we're losing you. We're losing you fast, uh, is I wrote a movie. I want to direct this movie that I wrote. So, oh, I know everything about directing, writing, yeah. and making movies. So now and set up the, the, the whole production. Really? I know everything. Oh, my so God. There's nothing I don't know. So can I go to you with questions? That's all I know. Yeah, go on. You've been, and I don't have them now. I don't know. No, let's go. No, I have no questions. I, okay, I'll, I'll, okay. Is it a feature movie? A feature. Feature okay. film. And when did you write it? I'm, uh, I wrote one, and now I'm writing another, and no, it's no, nearly no. done. You want, no, the one you want to do, when did you write it? Finished? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. And is it contemporary? Contemporary. And uh, uh, is it uh, is it a thriller? Which genre? It's like a romantic comedy. Like, romantic like, comedy, like okay. Like Lady Bird or... Uh, romantic comedy. You know, comedy is a uh, reference, and therefore, uh, therefore you can't... Sell it no, in China. No, no, you can't sell it in China. God it's not damn funny. it. You see? Fuck. Not funny. What do I do? I got to do John no, no, Wick. No, no. no you, can't, you can't turn a comedy slightly towards international, as long as your age and blah, blah, blah. It might work. You know, references can be existed. As long as you be careful with it and you can't export to China and uh, so on. So uh, it's a comedy, okay. 
And what the budget? You, you don't know the budget. The budget you, was like a million. A million is fine. Small. It is enough. And how many days shoot? Uh, Twenty-one days. Twenty-two. Trying to extend a little bit, but each day. Okay. Is your movie take place in one location or many? Uh, not too many, but all in Los Angeles, more yeah. than one location. Okay. Yeah. So in order, immediately, in order to, movies about expansion must have scale. Yeah. Movie must have human and scale. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. For some reason, we just saw this very good movie called American Woman with, with Scott, uh, with... Jake Scott, Ridley's son. Yeah. With uh, who's in it? Sorry. Uh, Keanu, Keanu Miller. Keanu Miller. Oh. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Very good movie. Yeah. And then you will see, first of all, widescreen, because Ridley loves it and the son loves it too, therefore. Yeah. And uh, also grayscale, you know. You, 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 you feel the scale. And I know a lot about movies. Comedy, um, it's a three-act comedy, obviously. Yeah. Right? It's a classic structure. And uh, how long did it take you to write it? God, it took me like a year to write it. And I'm writing a new one that's mm. nearly done. Mm. That's one location. Mm. Two locations. Okay. For one, one trick with comedy shooting is like magician shooting, okay? When you, when you do a magic shoot, if I'm doing magic in front of you, right? You don't want to cut. Same with comedy. You don't want to cut too much. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm listening to everything. Because when you cut, you break the rhythm. Okay? So you don't want to break the rhythm. The comedy is about rhythm, right? So, so, so become more like a play, you know? So the shots have to be done so much editing. And you can't move the camera, obviously. And... Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm all inspired and I want you in my movie. Huh? If I get my movie up and going, uh, will you do a cameo in my movie? Of course. Really? Yeah. It's recorded. Drop of a hat. At the drop of a hat? Except I don't wear a hat. No, oh, just kidding. God. No, no, no. I will wear no, I would. Absolutely. I will. Oh my I will. God. I will uh, you heard it here first, folks. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Okay. Well, and now did I'm, it take place here? Takes place in Los Angeles. Uh, why you budgeted one minute? Who budgeted for you? I did a bunch of different budgets. My line producer, a million, six hundred thousand, and then two hundred thousand. Yeah. And, but, and uh, do, you, do you have a cameraman? In? I have a good DP, but good. I, I looked for money. Now I'm writing a cheaper thing. Shoot it digital, of course. Shoot it on, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like an Alexa. Uh, and. Uh, uh, what kind of comedy? Well, this other one. Oh, romantic comedy? The f- first one. Boy gets girl sing. It's about a girl, gets cheated on, she's single, and then she has all these fun adventures uh, being single in the world, and then she meets somebody, and yeah. then uh, that's better for her. It's about her becoming self-actualized. It's like a romp, uh-huh. a romp of a comedy, uh-huh. and then she falls in love at the end. Uh-huh. But it's, you know, modern, modern about, uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm trying to pitch pitch you on this movie. This is uh okay. <laughs> oh God, but yeah, but that's all I'm obsessed with right now. That's why I was dealing art for a moment, just to try to pad my savings so I could just focus on writing and not have to worry. Yeah. Yeah.
uh, you write all the time. I write all the time. Great. And when I'm not writing, I feel so guilty. Yeah. Ugh. If I don't write, I just feel so like, oh my god, I'm oh. sabotaging myself. Oh. I ugh. Yeah. Don't you feel like that when you don't you know, paint? Film. Film. Yeah. It's all about. It's all about subliminal, right? Everything subliminal. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Well, now I really need to finish this new project. Finish writing it because I want to shoot it in August. And now I'm writing in your cameo. Oh, writing my cameo. My cameo is just, you, you, you should be spontaneous. Do you want a whole... Well, you put me there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is very exciting. Yeah, you don't want to... You know, no, I, you can easily... Oh. Yeah, that's, I can't wait to stick M in there. This is yeah. going to be very cool. Yeah. All right. And... Uh, where, where does it take place? Well, this new one, the yeah. cheap, cheap, cheap one, uh-huh. two locations, my house uh-huh. and then at my friend's house. Right. Her house is like kind of Spanish style and big, and it's a big party <coughs> and the, and the uh-huh. rest, it, it's just a, a, it takes place at a party at this house. Right. Kind of like the scene in, uh, in Annie Hall when they go to Los Angeles uh-huh. and Jeff Goldblum is on the phone uh-huh. and he forgets his mantra. Uh-huh. It's just like this whole wild night where people take psychedelics and, uh-huh. uh, and it's kind of existential. So it's about a night? It all takes place in one night. Yeah. The new one. Did you see the long time ago? Uh, After the New hours? York one, I think maybe Scorsese, maybe it's not. Oh, yeah, Scorsese. All night long or something like After that. Hours. After hours. After hours. That's the word. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we go. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, what's his name? He's no longer acting. Rosanna Arquette. Oh, Rosanna Arquette. Arquette. I saw her the other day at the... Holly's party? Yeah. Oh. After hours, right? Yes. Yeah. It's so see, you, boom. I can't yeah. believe you. It's after hours meets Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, it's, Rocky Horror Picture. Okay. It's a weird romp. It takes place yeah. at night. With Nell and everybody. With you know, Nell, you know who Nell is? Who's that? Nell in Rocky Horror Show. She played. She played the uh, Nell. Nell. She had, she had a nightclub in New York called Nell. Oh, really? All day long. She's just incredible. Like one of those characters. Oh my God! Yeah, look up Nell. I will look up Nell as soon as we're done and with this. With a t- Tim Curry. What Tim Curry. Tim, friend, good friend, like this. Really? Yeah, oh, like now this. you have friends you're talking about on the podcast. You and Tim Curry well, are friends. Yes. You know everybody. Yeah. I feel like yeah. And Nell is very important. Yeah. Nell is an important woman in historically Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. Nell is like incredible. And she had a club later and all that crazy. Jesus. And uh, um, so those, yeah, those two, the Rocky Horror and uh, After, After Hours. hours yeah. So it takes a girl. After Hours, Scalzese, right? Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah. billion dollars. Six million, you know. Yeah, I know. And I know everything on movies. I'm obsessed with movies. Did you ever watch any Paul Mazursky movies? Uh, not too too many. Or uh, oh God, who's uh, Robert Altman movies? Or yes, well, of course. Woody Allen movies? Do you love or no? No, I don't like. Is yeah. that because you're not allowed I'm, to? I'm not, I'm not a comedy person. Oh I'm really? Film noir and all that. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. So wait, what is one of your favorite movies? All the film noir films, all, all film the noir. all the Hitchcock, all the all the westerns. I used to, yeah. You know, all the uh, yeah, the, the Eli Kazan. Oh yeah, and now his daughter is making movies. Huh? Is his daughter or her his granddaughter or his daughter? Uh, Ilya Kazan's daughter yeah. uh-huh. is making movies now. Yeah, he, he must be old. I don't know how old he is. Who cares? He's yeah. timeless. Anyway, yeah. we're all timeless. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and I like minimal coverage. Did you see Carnal Knowledge? Of course. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. that's who I love. Jack Mo- Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Who made Carnal Knowledge? Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols, that's correct. So I love Mike and Nichols. And Catch 22 also Michael Nichols. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I like minimal coverage. Uh-huh. So stat- like, so I'm, I'm obsessed with movies too. 
Yeah. So just like minimal, minimal coverage. You see, we are communicating. You know why? Because of film. Because of reference. Because of reference. Yeah. But you're because not. We, we are, we're communicating through reference. Yeah. So no reference. Has, you know, no reference, no good. He just pointed at his wife. I love no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> what, v, 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 v is not, doesn't know the old movie makers. You got to show her then. Yeah. But what about uh, Hannah? Uh, uh, Hannah and her sisters. Yeah, Woody Allen. I, I like that movie because Michael Caine is in it, and it's kind of dark. Oh. It's a little bit dark. And oh. uh, and what other movie? Closer, another Mike Nichols movie. Oh. With you know, anyway, that's kind of dark. I yeah. think you'd How like that. How come you 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 are young and yet you are on that genre? Because you I'm, know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you're my, unusual in that sense. My dad is an ah, older dad. Yes, I have yes, an yes. older father. Yeah, your dad belonged to Ouija, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Ouija. M knows about my dad. Ouija is a beta <laughs> blocker. I love it. He's a what? Beta blocker means motherfucker. Motherfucker, instead of saying motherfucker. You say beta blocker? I say beta blocker. It's a substitute for motherfucker. I take beta blockers. I took them before right. I did this. So from now on, when I say beta blocker, I mean motherfucker. Okay? I can't believe it. I took two beta and blockers. In, in film, as you know... All dialogue is in subtext. Yeah. And dialogue is not conversation. You know that, right? No, tell me. Well, at the moment, even, even what we are doing here is not so much conversation because it's interview. In films, it's not conversation. It's, it's, dialogue is not conversation. It's all compressed. Every word has, has a purpose, has a function. In conversation, you can talk a lot of shit. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But in film, it's minimalism economy, right? So all the dialogue is subtext, and all the dialogue is not conversation. Sounds like conversation, because it would be natural. Yeah. But it's all loaded, right? Yeah. And all loaded with subtext. And also how you, the pauses. Yeah. How you look, how, yeah. you, how you deliver the line, yeah. what you're really thinking when you say well, the that's line. that's a subtext, you see. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And also... Uh, Film is the visual media, and sound is very important. Yeah. 50% is sound. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so it's not a, uh, not a play, you know. Play and film is an animal that by itself. It's not a dog, not a cat, but yeah. it's film. You know? Yeah. So, anyway. I love old movies, though. I love Eric Romare. Do you, uh, like, do you like Romare, the French film? Do you like French films? Or not no, too many. not too many, because I love these weird romantic no, French my, films. I like the early ones, like uh, Four Hundred Blow. And, yeah, uh, oh Truffaut. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with movies yeah, well, because oh, I see you got the whole father thing going. But you know no what? Wonder because my dad, you know, I would assist him. Yeah. With his work. How old is your dad now? He's probably eighty-five, uh-huh. maybe. So he taught you all these things. That's fantastic. Well, we love movies. You get movies. on with your dad, or you don't get on. I remember. Now you we're not talking. That. Yeah. Now we're not even talking. Yeah. You see, all these beta blocker dads. I'm, I'm one of them. Oh, you are. Well, my, 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 according to my children, I am, but I don't feel I am. But, but they're they keep in on your... telling me I am. Okay. They keep on putting a mirror up and say you are one of those. And I say, why am I one of those? And they give me all the reasons, and it sounds like nothing. And <laughs> they make a big thing out of it. Yeah. So same with you and your dad. It's similar, you see. From his point of view, he said, what's the matter with you? you know? Well, I called him and I yeah. said, Daddy, I love you. I've been really depressed lately. I, I don't like that we don't yeah. get along. Yeah, what did he say? He went, you're not my daughter. I have no daughter. Oh, really? And then he hung up on me. I'm opposite. What do, you, what do you mean? I suck up to all my kids. Good, I love it. This is no, great. I suck up all my kids. They treat me like shit. 
That's, but at least you're in their and life. I kind of love it. Not love it. I kind of got used to it. That's the word. Oh. I become a masochist. Do you understand? Well, why, why did you go to therapy with them? I went, and the, the therapy joined forces with that attack me and said, fuck off. Are you serious? Yeah. The therapist sided with the kids? Yeah. But how does that create resolution? Like It didn't. That's so fun. But it's working on it. You know? Yeah. So it's a long, long run, right? But they're all in your life still, so that's So good. I don't know why they must be a... Why, why do you think your father said that? I think he has mental no, disconnect. That, I that, do. Okay, why? Why? You must... He hates his, his mind, mom. You, huh? He he hates you must his, hurt him. I must hurt him. I don't know. He's very strong words. He hates his mom. She's passed away. He hates away. His, his mother. His mother. He doesn't he, the way he is with women. He's very insecure. I see. He got a problem with the woman, which is the mother. Which is his mother. Right. He. I think he's still in love with my mom, and even though they broke up ages ago. Yeah. I remind him. I of look the mother just okay. like my mom. Yeah. And the minute I turned 13 or 14 and yeah. had a boyfriend and I developed my own personality, yeah. he just, I was his best yeah, friend. Okay. So basically he wants to bury, bury the side. He don't want you to remind him of the pain. The pain is too deep. So you therefore have to be the mother of your father, so to speak, and trying to get into his shoes and... Uh, Forgive him for hanging the phone and all that. It's unimportant, okay? So I... So you just... do You do your denial. He didn't hang up for the phone, and you love him, and you want to have your ideal love for him. And so you have to forget about all that. So you just do... you got to be a super, super spiritual, so to speak, and be kind of... Um, just be, be loving towards him. Don't take it like he motherfucker on me. And you say to your friend, friend say, oh my God, your, fa- your father sounds like a motherfucking beta blocker. Beta blocker, yeah. Beta blocker. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay? So he do that because of his pain. Yeah. Okay? He do that, nothing, nothing personal, but it was very personal. Yeah. You know what? Do you understand? Yeah. So you got to pretend and you just keep on loving him. And he will, you, you, you'll be fine. So you, when, you, when you have a situation with him, lunch or don't lunch or write or no money or money or whatever the fuck, you pretend you've got to be like a saint, you know? You've got to be just nothing personal to you, but he okay? doesn't even talk to pretend you. Pretend I'm talk. your father, huh? I mean... He what? He doesn't even talk to me. We don't talk for years at a time. And you want to send him birthday cards, the Father's Day coming up this weekend. Send him, send him a lot of roses or something. Really? Absolutely. Okay. You don't give up. And so just, I can, we can not talk, but I can love him from a distance, right? Yes, from a distance, but some, the Father's Day coming, send him a lot of roses. I'll send say him I, roses say, and a card. Say, I love you, I'm thinking about you. you okay, know? I can do That's that. It. And, if and he what are you going to do? He's going to say, fuck you, yeah, throw the rose away. Yeah. That's okay too. Whatever it is. It's okay. But don't forget, there's some fucking emotion there. What is, what is worse thing than text problem? What? No text problem. Oh. What is worse than... Text problem, right? Yeah. No text problem. You have no money. You got no, no money to tax. Okay. Yeah. So here you have it. What is worse thing than you have a father that's indifferent to you? What is worse than he say, fuck off, daughter, motherfucker. Fuck you. I don't want to talk to you. Put the phone down. Yeah. What is worse than that? If he's indifferent. Indifference. Yeah, yeah. You call up and you say yes. 
Mm-hmm. That's kind of how he or, is. Who is it? That's kind of how he is. What are you getting there? <laughs> but he's not there yet. Oh, God. He's not there yet. Okay. So send him flowers. Send him a card. Yeah. But don't be naggy, okay? Don't let him... He, he give you a little break, and then you call him all the time. I don't, don't want do to that. call him all the time. I want, <laughs> I want to stay away from him, because when I fight with my dad, or when I try to talk to my dad, it comes... When it, the last time he... Did this to you That was like uh, A few months ago Yeah so it's a lot It's recently But we didn't talk For like two and a half years Before that Yeah okay So it's okay Send him some flowers Okay And say I love you And uh, that's it and Very if, simple And if he doesn't write Call me or anything It's no, okay no. It's okay Just my I'm side of the street okay. okay And when you do call you Say hi You know. He won't call me But if he does I will say hi Yeah He's in LA He's in LA He's in Westwood Aww. So Oh, God. No, we're not there yet. If I call him, he would he say, fuck off? No, he'd be like, oh, my God, hello. How are you? (laughs) Yeah, he'd be so happy. I don't know him. He'd love you. I can take him out to dinner and have a man-to-man. Oh, my God. He would love that. Oh, boy. Yeah. He'd probably try to sell you photos. What? He'd probably try to sell you photos. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is this is very universal. It, it is universal. I keep on saying nothing personal, okay? Yeah. So it's it's just all you see love and hate are connected like these, right? All opposites. Yeah. Yin yang, right? Yeah. So it's uh, all medicine three thirty percent poison, you know? Oh, is it? Oh yeah. This is why I don't. That's what I, Chinese say. All medicine is thirty percent poison, yeah, including beta blocker. Including beta blockers. Oh God, you beta blocker. But this is why when I talk to him, I fight with my boyfriend. Like I know that every time I bring my father into my life and we're communicating and we're fighting, it ends up in a fight with my boyfriend because I turn my boyfriend into my because, dad. Because yeah, because you. Take it a little bit too seriously. Because I want my boyfriend to, to okay. save me mean, and mean, love me. I don't mean belittling this. Tell me. You don't want to take it too seriously. You've you got to go to this intellectual understanding. There's love there. That's why he behaved that way. Yeah. All hate had 30% love. So it yeah. reverse is also true, right? Yeah. So at least 30%, you know? So love and hate is connected. So if he hates you so much... He loves me so much. Yeah, love yeah. you so much. Thank you very much. I like this. Yeah. So now what about your your kids? My kids, same thing. Not, yeah, they're different, three of them, you know. But they but, come over to the house, right? And they say hi to you. You go to dinner. No, no, no. We, we, I have experienced similar things. But there's a, there is a um, all that reminding shit and all that. It's yeah. all there, you know. Well, that's why... I feel like I got to the point where I went, I got to stop. Do you see a therapist? Yes. Yeah, maybe the, that's a the problem there too. Oh, because you just talk about your problems all the time. That's right. It's a renewal of emotion. You know? I agree. It's like, it's like fanning the fucking, so, you know, I mean, they didn't exist before that Freud made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so I, everything too much, too, no good. Everything too little, no good, right? See, I haven't seen my therapist in two weeks, but I didn't want to tell you because I thought you would judge me. But I stopped seeing my therapist because I thought I don't want to fucking no, you can drudge do, up do all the, the stuff fuck you want to. Yeah, do. because and also therapists are also very young. Therapists only be two hundred years old, or not even not even. Yeah, Freud had a whatever, you know. Yeah, and then now they have new methodology. We we are very we are very primitive still. You know? We're not there yet. Oh, here's what I'm trying to do. Okay, I'll forgive my father from a distance, know that he loves me, not take it so seriously, yeah. don't go to therapy, yeah. be nice to my boyfriend, yeah. because love him. Because we're talking about your father. What that tells me, that tells us, tells us that you love him a lot. You brought him up. Yeah. No, yeah, I know I brought you up. Okay. Yeah, but you, you, you touch it. You don't say, 
I don't want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. No. I'm like, let me talk about it. Well, that's yeah. what, you know, whatever. But, you know, last time I, we talked about your father. Yeah. And you can't get rid of him anyway, no matter what. What's well, because I sold, very, you, a f- I sold you a photo. Yeah, yeah, I know. Of his. <laughs> so he's, he, he's very much part of you, you know, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Especially you look like your mother and the whole, oh whole beta God. thing. Yeah. It's so it's very much part of you, okay? Yeah. So you, you, how are we dealing with this? We're dealing with standby, you know? We we take the good and uh, uh, stand by, you know, meaning meaning that uh, you're going to live with this, you know. So yeah, you know, and and you are better off. It can be much worse, okay? Can be much worse, you know. At yeah. least he's still talking to you and still loves you, and all that stuff. It's so yeah. it's so good. And I so funny because I'm so much no, like it's him. not like a movie. They don't have fucking endings. Okay? Yeah, it's continuation. Right? It just never stops until we die or whatever. But and I'm so thankful to my dad because I know about Ouija and I know about Mike Nichols and I know about you know films and watching all these movies. Yeah, he yeah, made very me, much his, his, his daughter. Yeah, and I'm so fascinated by like yeah. Yeah. That's all I would do when I was a little kid. I'd go to galleries and I'd be like seven years old, just in the middle of all these people mingling and, yeah. you know, and I'd be assisting my father in photo shoots. And yeah. so, like, that's he why you want to do the movie. You want yeah. to be part of him. Yeah. And I love it. I like, I respect him. He's so, he's so smart and he's funny and he's yeah. New York Jewish. Like, it's just yeah. like, I identify like my dad. So it's just yeah. a shame. He used to be my best friend. Yeah. And now he's whatever. But, yeah. uh, but he made me. Who I am, and then my mom is like. Do you have any brothers and sisters? I have a half brother from his second uh, girlfriend or something. That's it. Uh-huh. But I don't talk to my half brother because we don't get along. Where is he? I have no idea. Somewhere. Okay. Somewhere. So okay, forget about him. Yeah, I'm forgetting about him. Yeah. So you got a father and a mother. My mother is my best friend. She lives in Silver Lake. I love her. She's like a rocker yeah. musician. She's cool. Yeah. She's another one. another thing. She's like my daughter. Another thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I understand. What? I understand. No more information you just gave me. Okay. Uh, he's breaking me down. You see, the thing is, he's angry with you because you are jealous of you at the same time and angry with you. Because you are with the mother and mother don't want him, you see. Oh, yeah. So he's in love with the mother. And uh, therefore, you are the other side of the camp and fuck you. Oh, yeah. I betrayed him. It's like yeah, betrayal. Betrayed, that's right. <gasps> Major, not little bit, major. Oh my god! And especially he's he he want he's jealous of you also that he wanted to be you to be with your mother, you know. Yeah. So all that going on, so he's isolated, alone, poor thing, so to speak. Oh my god! Okay, good, therefore good. you have to give him a lot of handicap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what handicap is, right? Just that, like he's already operating from. Negativity. Uh, yeah. He's alone. He's isolated. He is. You, you are fine. You got your fucking mother, and your mother got you, and the, you two are fine, and you betray him, and he's alone, and fuck you. Oh my god! I had no I idea. I'm talking to you. I can't believe if it. If I meet him, and then afterwards I won't talk to you. What a horrible you dog! You can't talk to him then. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you're, so you're getting my. You're getting my point. Yes. So, what? What got hurt? They can't bring that hurt up to you because they can't bring the fucking, I don't know, 20 pound of raw meat onto yeah. this table. Can't show it to you, okay? Yeah. So instead, he can say, I'll tell you what I can do is when you call him, he say, fuck off. Yeah. That he can do. Yeah. But he's not really doing that. He's trying to show you this 20 pound of flesh, yeah. meat, raw, bleeding, 
He can't show that to you. Yeah. Understand? He doesn't know how. So, so his behavior have nothing to do with the actual hurt. His behavior is unreasonable. You know, yeah. hit you up. You don't do that. I also feel like I'm his. Like I was made to be like a girlfriend, not in a sexual way, or whatever. But I was like in an enmeshed yeah, relationship. Again. I broke up with him. Again. You know. Yeah, again, yeah. it's to Ugh. do with the mother, to do with you look alike, your younger oh. version, and so on and so forth. So all that going on. Yeah. And there's some sexuality in it. Ew, there is? There is and there isn't. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah, tell me. Because it's a fine line, right? You slip into it. I mean, I've had weird dreams about my dad. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I've, you know. Epitus, oh. you know, epitome, whatever the Oedipus, fraud, Oedipus. Oedipus is fraud shit, right? Yeah. Although Thanks. it's a Greek, although it's a Greek, although it's a Greek figure, I mean Greek uh, story, uh, genre, and uh, Freud used it, and which is what modern psychiatry, our thinking, are all about, right? That's yeah. what we're talking about. So you got to be the mother of the your father, and be very grown up, and the girlfriend, and, and, and the girlfriend, and yeah. all the complex, and you have to cut yourself away and be very clear. What we are discussing right now is the GPS, right? We're turning light on. We say, okay, this is over here physically. How are we going to get there and what to do, right? Yeah. So what we are doing is uh, to create how to make our moves or how to, uh, what are the sequence of events are happening? Yeah. So it's very simple. Father's Day, send him something or whatever, Christmas time or whatever. Yeah. And make sure you love him. And that's it. That's it. And, and, and you're not, don't get angry with him and say, he put the phone, he didn't put the phone down. He just tried to show you the fucking pain. He can't. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess, yeah it makes sense. You broke me down. If, if, I, if I do a movie, you will see it. If I, let's say I create a movie, I will show you this piece of meat. Like he's pain there, you know? Yeah. He's alone. Yeah. He's suffering. And then you call him, you know? Yeah. And he can't take the pain. So fuck you. Yeah. You go back to your mother, you know? Yeah. You, you deserve it. You go to hell. You got, you sound exactly like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Violent. So what Violent. are you going to do with your kids? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Go fuck off! I can't do anything. I mean, there's nothing because their behavior has nothing to do with the the content. The content is much more it's all there, right? It's all yeah, tragedy and all that. Yeah, are they excited about the marriage or no? <laughs> no, no, they're not excited. Oh about god! It. <laughs> oh my god! It's a classic, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why should they be excited about marriage? You know, again, they they want they, about, about your marriage. Your new marriage. Yeah. They're not excited. They're not excited. Not. I mean, cannot be. You believe it's not possible, right? Yeah. Well, because it's not their mom. It's not their mom. All kinds of reasons. Also, their mom. Tragic. Tragedy, you know. You yeah. Know the tragedy. Yikes. Which we won't talk about. We were not going to talk about. None of my business, for real. No, 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 your business. Yeah, Just but not for the listeners. We don't have enough time to yeah. well, get into it. But, yeah. Um, so... So this is a human condition, you know? Yeah. But because of all this, life is wonderful, you see? Yeah. Because we are human. Yeah. Otherwise, we are not human. And only love for, you know, love. So and that's why we are, at the end, all talking about the same thing. And art and all that. All integrated into that, right? On a, on a serious note. In between, in the middle, they're very muddy and uh, complicated and... Uh, it goes on, you know, but it's good. Yeah. 
not good that we are talking about it instead of suppressing it, right? Yeah, and that's why I love movies so much because you forget because we were suppressed, yeah, right. and then you see movies and you go, yeah, oh, that's humanity. They went yeah. through it too, or oh, yeah, it just makes yeah. you, it reminds you. Anyway, I think I'm starving now. I think I have to eat cookies. Is there anything I didn't ask Em? Em is having some water. Is there anything? Anything you want to know that you've never been able to ask your husband that I can ask with a microphone and a recording system attached? <laughs> Anything you want to know that you've never brought up? Burning desire question. No. Nothing? I have to have a cookie. Really? Nothing. All right. Okay, let's turn it off. We said it all. We're turning it off. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Let's turn it off and I'll give you all the good stuff. Oh, my God. Story of my life. All right, bye. It's funny, right? Bye. It was funny. anniversary of your birth is the marking of your gentle soul you are a lily bar in the palm of my hand blink now for you may disappear into the automail doing math in my head I'm all shook up from head to toe you and I are separated by time and space yet our heart please effortlessly into one oh my heart melts into yours on that elevator ride uh uh-huh. Up we go, spending round and round, spending round and round, spending round and round. These are numbers on the roulette, spending round and round, spending round and round, spending round and round. These are numbers on the roulette, spending round and round. A moment in time, walk by the bell ring in the sky. Your breeze spirit took a journey separated by the land and sea. An echo of a wedding bell can be heard in my mind's eyes. Forever through a treacherous journey, a hedge is attacked. If I love it real or false, scar tissue heals quickly. Where the scent of your perfume is in the air. 30 years for a birthday 50 years for a musical Never missed a beat or a single night These are numbers On the roulette Spending round and round Spending round and round Spending round and round These are numbers on the roulette Spending round and round Spending round and round Spending round and round Numbers on the roulette, spending round and round. Your brave spirit, guided by destiny, the magic you see, the magic we have, and the magic we cherish. Two hearts in one as we dance the night away, tears running deep into the riverbed. Gently flowing away into the sea, joined by dolphins swimming against the tide. Laughter can be heard from the distant land, the spirit of our ancestors rejoicing in heaven. On this 
first day of your birth. On this first day of November, with so much to remember, 30 years ago today, a cry of a newborn can be heard from that distant land. M to V.